0: Msechas Kilayim, Peric Base, Mishnah Vav, 2-6. The mission now and for the rest of the Perak is going to discuss various configurations that are acceptable when you're planting multiple species of produce side by side so that it's visually distinct, that each separate species is being kept separate so that uh, there's no planting in a lime, you know, in a, in a mixed up, your mixed up uh, fashion. that. It, there's no problem of kilaim or even macaim kind of kilaim, keeping kilaim in one's field. So the first case here is talking about long, thin strips. Um, and the mission says Sadeo Me Min if a person wants to plant his land in long, thin strips, rectangular strips of various species side by side. So Beshame Beshame says which means it, it has to be two almost across. Literally, what the words mean is the width of three furrows that one tills in the ground when he is uh, breaking the ground for later planting. And Beisil Omrim Malo Ol Hasharoni, says it also has to be two almost across, roughly. Literally, the words mean Malo Ol means the width of the yoke uh, used in the valley when one is uh, plowing. The mission continues. The Sheitas of these two, meaning Beisil and are really similar quite one to the other, meaning they both hold that it's roughly two Amos across. Now, the million dollar question is when we say it is two Amos across, what are we referring to? So, according to the Bartanura, and this is the Sheetah throughout the rest of the parak, we're talking about a space of unplanted land that will separate between the two planted species. So here we have a meshar a long, rectangular, thin strip planted of, let's say, wheat. And you want to also plant next with a strip of barley. So according to the you'll need to have an unplanted, empty parcel of land. That's two almost across <clears throat> that will separate between the wheat and the barley. According to the Bartanura, it actually turns out that you just need a square at the edge of the field of two almost by two almost. Again, two almost is roughly one meter, one yard, something like that. So basically one meter by meter square of unplanted land that will be, um, at the edge of the field at the junction between where the, in this case, wheat and barley meet, um, separating them. And then, um, the square can taper off, like, can, you know, converging, so it makes sort of like a pentagon, like a of a house, outline of a house shape, if you know what I mean, meaning like a, a square and then the top of the square converges like a triangle to a single point um, such that um the wheat and the barley get closer and closer together, but never actually quite um overlap. So that is the shita of the Bharatanora, and, and he will learn that same way, meaning the mission is going to give various shiurim, in the next mishnayas, about um Empty unplanted areas between various species that are used to act as a demarcation so that an onlooker will see that these two different species were not planted barbuvia, that weren't planted uh, mixed together to constitute kilime, and the farmer is not being macaim, he's not um, raising or allowing to be grown in his field kilime. Um, so it's sort of almost like a conceptual signpost that says, Don't worry, I know there's wheat and barley here, but I planted them separately because of kilime. That's the blank unplanted area of land does. There are other Rishonim, however, while most, like the Barthura and the Rambam, learn that way, there are other Rishonim and the the Gra, who learn that when the Mishnah gives a shiur, in this case, the width of two uh, amos, you know, one meter across, we're not talking about an unplanted parcel of land. In fact, there need not be any unplanted land. Um, the shear is telling you that in order for these two species, which are side by side, the wheat and the barley, to be visually distinct, that one can clearly see you have two separate, non-converging, non-commingled species planted side by side, in this case wheat and barley, for example. Um, So it's important that each s- section that's planted with a given species be sufficiently large so that it's neat and looks visually distinct. So the point is, if, of course, the wheat were... um planted in too thin of a strip next to a thin strip of barley. So from a distance, someone looking at the field would see wheat and barley growing together. But if you have sufficiently wide strips of wheat and barley um, growing side by side, since they're big, it's clear to anyone who looks at it that there are two separate uncommingled uh, non-key lime sections, one of wheat, one of barley, and there's nothing to be worried about. So that's how others will learn it. Again, the Mishnah here simply says if you're planting meshar meshar, long, thin, rectangular strips, you need to um, ensure that there is that it on the right way, it is, it is the width of two by two. Sorry, the width is of two amos. According to it means that there's an unplanted piece of land at the edge of those two fields of the wheat and barley where they converge. And then you can have that it's a square of two by two almost meter by meter, which can then taper off um, further down, allowing the wheat and barley to grow ever closer together but never actually touch. According to um, many others, um, including the first shot of the Rosh Narosh, and the growth throughout the whole of the rest of the parak, we're talking about the width of the planted area itself, and the grow understands therefore that it has to be it, meaning the strip of wheat inside the strip of barley, each strip must be at least two almost across so that the two strips remain visually distinct.